everybody. This is Daily to Downloads. My name is Chad. With me is Eric. This is the second part of our Saw trilogy of shows. And uh, previously we reviewed Spiral. Today we are going to be talking about our favorite and least favorite traps slash deaths in the Saw franchise. And uh, by my calculations, if you count the newest movie, I think there's about 86 deaths in the Saw franchise. I might be, give or take one there. Um, I was trying to mentally, I know there was 81 as of 2017. I was trying to mentally count the deaths in this last movie. I think there were five. So maybe like every, yeah, every 15 minutes or so. I I feel like in in Spiral, there were some like long periods where I'm like, aren't we supposed to get like another death soon? Like (laughs) It's weird when you're thinking about that. Like when's the next death coming? I mean, yeah, typically, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like it's usually like clockwork, but yeah. So yeah, we are going to talk about some of the more creative traps that we've seen in the franchise and maybe some that we didn't like. So Eric, I'll let you start. What's uh, was there any that first came to mind when we when you started thinking about this topic? Yes, um, I, I'm gonna take a pretty obvious one. Uh, just just to start it off with the kind of um, simple basic answer, and that is, I feel like the most classic of the, the bear trap face contraption, uh, which is what i think of that was like the on the poster or a version of the poster for the original saw movie if memory serves me correct or some version of the poster um from the first film which is also stood out because it was one of the at the time uh or maybe the very first trap that the person survived um and just that idea of this i feel like it encapsulates the whole saw um, sort of mystique where you have the bear trap, the reverse bear trap on your your head. Um, The key was for for the character of Amanda, the key was in the stomach of this other guy who was like paralyzed or something. He was still alive. And she had to kill him to rip the key out from his guts and unlock the trap before I think the timer was at 60 seconds or so. Um, and I, I, I like that one because it's it's simple. And I think the best traps are also the ones where you can see the visual of it. Uh, you can see the visual before it actually happens. Um, and that's the one where you really kind of like grit your teeth. And, and yeah, that's for me, probably the most one I associate the most with the franchise. Right. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good one. And I agree with you when it comes to the more, the simpler they are, the better. They would try to get more inventive as the series went along. And, uh, you know, it almost became like, uh, like a, you know, horror version of of Rue Goldberg machines, you know, there, uh, you know, because it was always about a group of people. And, you know, one, the one that I like, I don't know, like is the right word, I guess. (laughs) But (laughs) <laughs> the one that comes to mind the most is uh, from Saw 3, and that is the rack. That also happens to be Jigsaw's favorite. And oh, yeah. The rack is where the guy is, it, all of his limbs are kind of, uh, you know, tied down, not tied down, but chained or locked down, and they all rotate, <laughs> even, yeah. his, even his head. Um, and so, you know, he, the guy in that movie is, uh, trying to 
come to grips with the fact that his son had died and gotten hit by a car. And the guy that's in the rack is the person who is driving the car. And so the guy needs to kind of sacrifice a little bit of himself in order to get this gentleman free from the rack. And obviously that doesn't happen, but just the visual of that and just thinking about that with all your limbs being twisted in different directions like that is like just brutal. You know, I mean, it's to me, and that's a very simple design in reality. Like it's just, you know, twisting your limbs, but we can all, I'm sure all of us have gotten, uh, you know, burn on our hands if you twist your arms i'm not going to refer to it as what it was referred to when my yeah. youth, but uh yeah. everybody knows what i'm talking about um you know it, it sucks <laughs> so or you've gotten broken limbs or whatever so yeah that's one that first came to mind for me i ended up when i revisited these films eric i jotted down more than i thought but uh but yeah that's one that i i liked the most i think that and also what's interesting about saw three um is that the it's the guy who's going through all this uh literally like going through this maze of traps if you will he's not the one who's necessarily in danger like you said it's about it's about being the better man and all of it you know so so for those some of those stood out less to me i guess because i don't associate it with um you know it's just about him being the, the better man but he's not going through these traps himself he's trying to um save these other people who have who have done him wrong Um, right and like he he kind of gets hurt a few in a few ways in order to get these people in order to forgive these people but you know he's not in nearly as much danger as as the the person in the trap is so yeah that's 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 why i think also with some of those traps from that film it's like well how do you escape them but i don't think the people in the traps necessarily can right it relies on him to do something True, yeah. Right, the woman right. who gets frozen to death. Like, that was another one I had jotted down. Yeah. The, uh, like, just getting sprayed with the cold water, like, oh, my goodness. Like, I mean, I, you know, just, like, and that's a simple thing, too. Like, she's just hanging there, and he yeah. has to decide to free her before she freezes to death. And it, uh, I mean, it's just, it's it's bad. And, you know, unless you are a member of the Polar Bear Club, it, it that looks like an awful way to die to me <laughs> yeah that one stands out to me just because i i always remember those sort of uh scenes in movies where yeah frozen limb or frozen because then I, every movie has to deliver on this except for the shining they freeze them but they don't crack them um hey, yeah yeah you know but other than that movie i remember jason x freezes the girl's head and then crashes it because it's all frozen I feel like if the person gets frozen, they got to crash and all the ice in their body has to. I feel like you got to deliver on that, right? You have to do that visual. You, absolutely. To, you yeah. can't freeze someone and then not give us the the crash and the results. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what's another one that comes to mind for you, Eric? Uh, the, another one that I liked is because when I was trying to think of like how best to describe these traps in general, I'm like, well, it feels like a lot of them are rooted in... I'm just kind of making this up, but hopefully I'm someone right. Like a 16th century torture. Um, you know, I don't know why I'm saying 16th century specifically, but of a, of a different uh, era, a different century where these torture kind of techniques. Um, and so that's, I like those ones that feel like they're kind of rooted in a history. And this one is rooted in its most obvious 
uh, inspiration, and that is the Saw Five, the Pendulum. Um, oh yeah, which is a sh- which is the Edgar Allan Poe thing, uh, obviously, and it doesn't really, and it's so s- simple. It's that like sharp X and going back and forth while the guy's lying on the table, and it's getting closer and closer to his body, um, and you know we know exactly what that is. We know that what that's a reference to. Um, I just kind of like that for the simplicity of it. Like we said, sometimes the simpler is better. Um, and you, you know exactly what he has to do and exactly what will happen to him if he does not. Um, right. So I, I, I admire that one for just being, I, I think that may even be the one that opens Sawfire. Yeah. It is, right? It was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that, that one I, I appreciate as well. I like do you remember one. what he had to do to get out of it? So yeah, in, in that, yeah, in Saw 5, in order to escape the pendulum, he has to have his hands crushed by two presses. Like, to like slip it out of like the... He has, to, he has to acknowledge his hands being, pre- being crushed. Oh. In order to get out of the pendulum trap, he has oh. to allow his hands to be crushed. Well, I mean, that's not... I mean, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that to happen to me, but if my other option was death... I, I right. guess I'd go. I guess I'd go with the hand crush. I guess I would. Right. Well, you know what? Let's. Okay, that brings me to a tangent. So we had talked in our spiral <laughs> review about some of the traps in that movie, and you know, you you were just talking about giving the option between crushed hands and death, what you would choose. <laughs> there's there's one in particular in Spiral that is among to me the most brutal traps now in terms of visual quality it doesn't really offer a lot but like it's probably the most brutal one i've seen which is the woman is tied down and she has a faucet above her and out of that faucet comes scalding hot wax and the only way to escape it is by severing her spine from a blade that's under her neck and i you know i don't know what i would what I would like to like, cause to me being a little bit claustrophobic, the idea of scalding hot wax suffocating me to death sounds incredibly awful. <laughs> yeah. And, but, and like, again, I don't want to sever my spine voluntarily either. I don't yeah. know if. <laughs> yeah. There, there are certain, those kind of things. Everybody I feel like has their own like triggers for that kind of stuff. Even just like hearing that, like sever yourself. Like, oh God, I can't. Right. Like, yeah. Can't even <laughs> think about that. Um, and in, in her case, she's lying down on a table. So as the, uh, what is, is it, what was it, sulfur? Is it acid? Or what was uh, pouring on her face? Scalding hot wax. Hot, wet, hot wax. Uh, so like then when that's getting her face, she's obviously retracting. And then, but that's right where the sharp thing is. Right. So it's it's like, okay, shit. It's going to make a decision for you if, if, if you don't. Right. Um, but yeah, that one was also interesting too because I didn't really pick up at the time that because they put that um, is it a cloth thing over her face or the um, whatever um, yeah, she does have uh, something over her face then mat or piece of tarp or something over her face yeah, yeah. Probably, whatever it is and then I, I I just thought back to because like this these films have also been associated with like you know being born of the uh, the war, war in Iraq kind of era, right? And, and like those videos of Abu Ghraib and stuff. Uh, and so I thought of like waterboarding, like right. when they're putting that on her face and uh, she's getting a lot worse than water, uh, waterboarding tactics. But but that but that definitely stood out for me. 
for that reason. Um, I thought you were going to mention when you said the crushed hands, I thought you were going to mention the guy who gets his like fingers ripped out, ripped, pulled. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's a, yeah, the, the crushed hands was in uh, Saw 5, but yeah, this, yeah, the finger, oh man, yeah, this, the finger <laughs> one, there was some really diabolical ones in Spiral. There really, really was. Uh, you know, from a visual point of view, the, uh, <laughs> like, the bottle crusher that then sprays glass on the guy hanging, like, yeah. is, <laughs> like, is creative in a sense of, like, like, is there a machine that does that? Why does it do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> and also, like, I think that is a great example of one where I was like, okay, this, and I'm starting to think of like velocity, and I, I became a, a you know, a physicist, uh, a physicist, while I was watching the movie. I'm like, would that impact make that much of a dent? Would it be, because there are times where it misses his body and goes right into the wall, and it's like, and I'm like, right. these glass bottles, like, I, I don't know, like, would this really happen? Like, it doesn't really make sense, and would you die? I mean, I guess you would bleed out eventually, but it's reminiscent yeah. of the um, the the pig trough. Yeah, that, that was one that I that I forget what movie that what what installment that's from, but like you that's know, and then eventually well. the the pigs increase in volume and like that's just gross. But that's yeah, also that, from Saw Three. Yeah, that that one is actually another one that stood out to me where I feel like as we mentioned uh, about Spiral, for whatever reason, the whole pig thing keeps coming back. I, unless I have not well read up on the lore of the franchise, I don't remember the connection to, to swine. <laughs> but but they, they show up in a ton of these movies. Um, it makes sense for Spiral, the whole cop metaphor. But other than that, um, yeah, it, it, it was just that one I remember because of how just gross it is. Um, and I think the guy, he drowns in it, in pig guts. No, no, he oh. saves he saves that guy. Um, okay, but, but then, that, is, that is like what would happen, right? He would drown in it because he's like chained to the floor right. and the yeah. more pigs keep coming. Yeah, so he saves him, but then that guy dies in the next trap inadvertently anyway, so... Well, look, you know, you can only call a cab for someone once, you know, I mean, second time's on them, you know, so. So there was a couple, there's obviously a lot of traps that involve more than one person. Um, there's one in Saw 4 that I thought was creative just from a, you know, looking at it on its own point of view, which is the the mute and the blind man who are, Oh yeah, like kind of linked together via this machine in the middle, yeah. and they have to communicate somehow to each other, but they can't. <laughs> so it ends up it ends up being the uh, the mute who eventually breaks free of his the, his sewn mouth shut. But oh. and that character comes back in another installment. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, oh. yeah. But uh, that was a good one. I I liked. You know, say what you will about the twist part of it, but uh, in Saw Five, the uh, whole idea of the guy has to get in the coffin full of glass—you know—he oh, yeah. thinks is a, a a really bad trap, and so he puts the other guy into it. But that ends up being a way out, and instead, this guy like gets crushed by a yeah you know, walls closing in, which is just crazy. I mean, that that's a good example too, where I feel like. I like the ones where there is a clear way to win, to escape. Right. 
Um, and if they just got as literal as possible, right, they would escape. Uh, you know, uh, it's like, yeah, if the guy would have gone into that chamber, he would have lived, you know, yeah. but he thought that was a trap. And so he actually got killed by ignoring his logic, by ignoring right. his instinct. So, so I appreciate those. There was another one um, like that where um, in Saw 2 where the woman has to get a, a key to something and they have, she sees the key in the box with like the, you put your hands up and it's like blades on the, right. Box, so she's like cutting her wrists. And if she moves her hands down, I didn't know there was gonna be this much acting in this episode, but as she pulls the hands <laughs> down, uh, you know, she's like cutting her wrists even more. But right. at that point, you, you're kind of bleeding out. And if you would have just noticed the key above the box, I believe you would have been free, you know? And so I think those are clever because there is an easy enough way to beat a, a riddle. Right. You know. And there's another one that really isn't a choice. Eventually that this this is a trap that was meant to kill this person, but I still think it's brutal in its execution, which is uh the woman, the detective detective Carrie is her name. It's from Saw Three, and she has her rib cage trapped with this machine that will, you know, as we are acting in this episode, Eric, it will <laughs> open somewhat to a butterfly effect. And uh, or in order to get the key, she has to stick her hand in a vat of acid. And uh, I mean, that's just, you know, but it so, she ends up getting the key, but your hand her, is gone. Her, well, her rib cage, it like there was no way for her to get out of it. Like that was meant to kill her. So her rib cage, you know, is torn apart anyway. I mean, I, I think that is also the. Um... The thing I like and also really dislike about the franchise is that you also have to imagine that you just, they usually start the trap unconscious, right? They're, right. they're unconscious, they wake up and all of a sudden this freaking voice is talking to you and you say, you got 60 seconds and time starts now, you know? And I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can, do I, can I read the directions? Can I, can I, I'm not following. I stick my hand in this, but before you know it, the 60 seconds already started. So, um, right. I, I find obviously because we got to get the movie along, um, people adapt and know the rules pretty quickly. I right. I would probably die just because I wouldn't understand what I'm supposed to do and I need to watch the videotape <laughs> again. But they don't. Your sixty seconds like, would be up and you'd be like, okay, so what's happening again? Let me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like I'm like hold on, where am I though first? Because I'm gonna leave where I am. Like what? I'm not I'm not following this. <laughs> By that point, I'm already gone. Do I'm I like, get that free phone call or? <laughs> How did this puppet ride in on this bicycle? How did, what's yeah. happening? I, I would have no clue. I'm like, why is there a VHS tape in front of me? This is like 2021. What the hell's happening? That's that's a smart tape. That's a smart TV. Uh, this make any sense. But they always get it so quickly. Yeah. Uh, so that, that I like that, and I think it's a stupid thing about the franchise <laughs> that you just the blind and and deaf man one like. You're telling me that in 60 seconds, it's all... Okay, got it, got like, it. How are they going to be able to figure that out? Like, the blind man, I should say. Like, he has no idea what's going on because because he's blind. Yeah. You know, so it's, like, impossible in the amount of time that they have, you know, for them, for both of these guys to live. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, I think that was... Um, there was another funny one, um, and it was one of the later Saw movies. I think it was six or even the final chapter where you had the girl hanging above the two guys and uh they yeah. have like she's playing with both of them 
in terms of like she's seeing both these guys but neither of them know it and she has both of these guys set against each other and so they need to make a choice of whether or not to save their rival or to save the girl hanging above them so yeah <laughs> eventually they just decide fuck her and they allow her to get like chopped in half by it's all or whatever yeah i think i think those are cool like i remember um there was like a russian roulette sort of one which now i'm blanking i think almost a saw, saw five but it could be six uh where it's almost like in they're in like a circle and like four people are dying at once and they have different ways of dying because in the merry-go-round you mean the uh, merry-go-round merry-go-round yeah that one that's the um, one with um guy from family matters incredible that he's in that for, for me personally <laughs> yeah, it is. like because anybody our age like you know even around our age like you can't put him in a movie like instantly we just think oh my god it's eddie winslow why did he end yeah up yeah crap? like you know is carl gonna show up or yeah the dragons maybe to yeah exactly the dragons set up this entire trap uh this was their they, revenge they, the, the his trap takes place in rachel's place uh this is why this is why i shouldn't have been on the set of that movie because if i was i would have been like can we please at least just put spray paint of the dragons in the background yeah you know like, yeah exactly uh or uh, was it Saw Two? The actress from um, Seventh Heaven. Yeah, uh, whatever her name was, I don't know. Uh, Beverly something. Yeah, uh, she, she just died because of the uh, like the the gas, the poisonous gas that was being infiltrated into the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. But she's another person that stood out to me as like, oh, I feel like you were at that point. She was still somewhat. She uh, had the she yeah she had a distinct face and you instantly knew okay I remember her yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly so, so. so is there any traps that you didn't like at all um y- yes uh and, and for some it's kind of funny because those are usually the least memorable so as I was going through a, a complete list of all of them I was like I don't recall this one but it sounds stupid uh things like that because as you're watching of course you know that like the ones that really kind of a waste um and i would say that for um one i really didn't like actually was from spiral um actually the the opening one which involves a man having to pull out his tongue uh before a train comes and hits him which is how i believe jigsaw's wife die uh, or close to that the train death uh um and the reason i didn't like that is because it just doesn't make sense that he's he's suspended in the air and he's got a um, contraption on his face and he has to oh oh and his tongue is like out like being held out right by another contraption and so he needs to almost like kick the chair out from under him to which will yank the tongue out of his mouth uh, before a roaring subway train car comes and kills him. What I don't like about that is I'm not totally understanding how he could survive either way, exactly. So, so yeah, like, yeah, no, exactly. Because in that one, like, as you see, when he dies, down. like, it's not his tongue getting severed. Like, it's his, it looks like his whole throat structure being pulled out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I mean, yeah. That's what it appeared to be. <laughs> yeah, and, and usually with the saw traps is that even if you complete the task with one tenth of a second to go, you did it. Right. And this... He does complete it, but uh, and also obviously trains. If there's something on the tracks, the train is alert 
and stops. Like they're not going to just ride into a body. <laughs> but nonetheless, I'll let that go for this movie. All right, even <laughs> Pelham one, two, three, they had better transit authorities than this. But but yeah, it just didn't make sense that either his entire like almost yeah lower half of his face is going to be ripped out, which you would die. Or if that doesn't happen, you're going to be hit by the train and you would die. So I wasn't really following. I'd rather be hit how one could survive it. Uh, either way, um, and I yeah, feel like I'd rather be hit by a train. Like if I'm going to yeah, die, I mean, if I had an agonizing death of my throat being ripped out, or die in one second by being hit by a train, I, I guess I'd be hit by a train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. saw movies make you ask these questions you never thought you'd ask yourself. You know, right? Tongue ripped out or hit by a train? It's like, well, hmm, these are two <laughs> options that. <laughs> One of my least favorite was from Saw 5, and that is the water cube. Simply because the guy's head is yes. in, the, in the cube, yes, yes. and it fills with water. Which Simply leads to one of the funniest performances thereafter. Agent oh, Strom. Oh, God. Um, and that's the guy that ended up being crushed by the walls, by the way. Um, but in Saw 5, he has to escape this... Uh, water death it's going the water is going to fill this cube which his head is in and uh he ends up giving himself a tracheotomy in order to escape it which every agent in the you know they know how to just they know how to do that they yeah. know the exact spot that's the thing that i kept thinking about like if i <laughs> if i tried to do that if i was like oh man the only way i could do this is by opening up my airway i'd stab myself in the chin like yeah, I would be like, how would you know how to do it? Where to go and I, anything? Like, I'd I'd have made three or four different holes before I got to the right spot. Yeah. and you <laughs> would die that way. Water had been filled. Uh, so yeah, and you would die. It, it is such a. And couldn't there be some way where he could make a leak, like even a oh, small like, leak? Punch it into the glass, like yeah, or it's whatever it's made out of. Like you know, stick his hand. I don't know. It, that that was not one of my favorite. And ones. does it trick you out of me even? I, I, I'm saying this word like I really know what it means. Uh, like it's tricky. Is that like it's? Uh, I, I'm sure it's not foolproof. I, I'm sure it's. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a very specific way to do it with with medical tools. But what is the what is this is a stupid question? I guess. But what is the reason for tracheotomy exactly? If it was like a throat cancer, if you would have, like, what would be the reason? Yeah, for I want to say yeah. If it maybe throat cancer, or if you have some sort of. Uh maybe infection or disease you know, okay. that affects your throat or your voice or your vocal okay. cords, you would need to do that. Or if you're Kane from... Or if you're the wrestler, if the, yeah, the, the movie star Glenn Jacobs. Uh, exactly. And then, yeah, for the rest of that movie, Saw 5, the guy had the dog like this. And it's right. so awful. Is yeah. so, like, I remember I saw that one in theaters. People were cracking up every time he spoke. Right. He was so ridiculous. Yeah, wow. yeah, because yeah, he, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much uh, like. Oh, so are there any other bad ones that you can think of, Eric? Um, another one that I'm just trying to think of it in terms of like the logic of how I how you would get out of it, you know. And I also, oh, oh, I remember, um, the what it saw the final chapter. Whereas the dude that um, it it opens um, that guy the public execution like as everyone's watching um, as that big is it like the blade the um, uh, boy, sorry I'm blanking on what you, what you would call that now um, that everybody watches is the one with the two guys and the girl yes yeah and it's a giant saw blade yeah. I guess 
um, because it's like a love triangle or right. something like that. I think that's the connection for all of them. Right. And yeah, everyone watching, which I remember when the trailer for that one came out because it was Saw 3D, that was like one that was like really played up. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and then when I saw it, I was like, okay, this actually, it felt like they shot it knowing it was obviously going to be 3D. And so watching it now, it looks really stupid. Um, that's that's my biggest no-no for 3D movies. If I can rewatch it and tell that this scene was filmed specifically for the 3D aspect, then you have failed, in my opinion. And there are a few scenes in that movie that have that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that that that's one that really um, stands out to me. It, it's just dumb. And, and there are also a lot of other ones that aren't memorable which i feel like i don't even have passion for to like condemn them because i can't recall there was the one with um a a rapist or um where he's like tied to a bed and he's got to stab out his eyes um but but you know by that point i felt like we were just running out of ways they were Uh, trying to be too creative in a way um yeah and yeah i mean and jigsaw and i just watched this movie jigsaw and like most of the traps in that one are not memorable at all. The only one that just sprang into my head was the corn silo, which I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's corn. I think it's wheat. You know, excuse my lack of it's a little sharp. Uh... But yeah, eventually things that are sharp or can kill you start pouring out of the, you know, the feeder. Um, and so that's why they need to escape. Otherwise, they're just getting drowned in wheat or whatever. Yeah, they, you know the feed is but but yeah see like that one that one to me had no memorable ones at least in the ones that like saw four and five and six like they tried to be creative in a really demented way (laughs) like but you know they they kind of lost their inspiration along the way um and now the person doing them is just like has a dark mind (laughs) like i'm sorry but the hot wax thing to me like or the severed spinal cord like that one doesn't stay with you i was telling my wife about it and then she hates horror movies i was just explaining it to her and she was like oh my god please stop talking like you know you know what it reminded me of which is again like something that i don't like i just the scene i don't like think about uh do you remember the australian uh wolf creek mm. did you see that that movie from like 2005 long ago yep because he does the same thing with a knife in the back oh yeah yeah I, I, even just like saying it it's just like oh um everybody but, has their has their triggers yeah and you know what i thought i was gonna say when i was thinking of this list uh is in saw two when they jump into the pit of needles that for uh, some people i know not me personally i mean if yeah. that's how i had to save myself i you know it would suck but like i would i would do that like but some people the idea of needles yeah is a really like that is a, a huge fear point for them and like i and i get it you know um because that you know some people hate them you know for me personally the the one that i have the most and i already mentioned it really is is probably claustrophobia which you know the hot wax thing kind of touches on or um one of the later movies the guy has to enter the um crematorium um chamber in order to to get a key and then it just catches on fire. So the idea of burning to death in like an enclosed coffin-like space to me is probably one of the worst. You yeah. know, that's something I wouldn't want to think about, you know. I, I would be, yeah, I'd be somewhat interested if they, when they're writing these movies, if they kind of start with um, 
that kind of fear, what the phobia is, or the right. or the metaphor for the crime, and then build backwards based on that. The right. trap is. Uh, because yeah, some obviously, as we're discussing, seem more thought out and like entwined with the story and the metaphor of why that person's being punished. And right. those, you know, those are kind of cool when you link it to the certain phobia. Like for me, it would be normally like drowning, but the right. but the detective thing is so stupid that it can't be that. Right. And the pig carcass drowning is so over the top that I'm like, well, I don't think I'll ever be in that scenario, you know. I right know. yeah uh, you know so, you kind of have to connect to it in a certain way you know absolutely yeah it, why like a movie like which is off topic but the movie buried to me is yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the scariest movies in my opinion just because the visual of being buried alive is just you know you know like you were yeah. saying about the spine things like it's just tough to even think about but uh but yeah you kind of have to connect to it and at a certain point in these movies like you can't connect to it really in any way because they're just they become so kind of convoluted and complicated to assemble um, yeah you'll never be in a genocidal merry-go-round yourself probably so, goes off. <laughs> yeah it's like well okay like unless this is like you know the third act of the home alone movies where the, you know we got a little jigsaw in training putting shotguns behind doors and flamethrowers you know it's like all right well i don't think i'll ever encounter any of this kind of shit but uh so that yeah then it becomes a little um yeah over the top and ridiculous and and becomes like we were mentioning off air uh like final destination franchise where where those are like all about um about being unrealistic i would say yeah you know and, and it's kind of like a dark humor to that because oh, it yeah. is it's trying to spot, oh, how is this one going to die? And it's always the one thing you couldn't think of because it becomes like a uh, like a comedian falling on a banana peel kind of act. I almost that, feel like they that franchise in particular, not recovering that franchise, but I almost feel like that franchise didn't embrace the humor enough. I could have done more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have embraced it a little bit more because some of, some of them were very funny. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. In, in these movies, like, you know, on one hand, you kind of, you know, you look forward to, oh man, you know, what traps are they going to have this time? What intricate ways? But then you also look forward to the, you know, the twist aspect of it, you know, in, in a way and the storytelling, you know, which is why, you know, if we're comparing all these different legendary horror franchises, I, I like the Saw franchise as a whole simply because right or wrongly, they do try to do things with story. The, you know they they try to make them interesting in that way but you know some people are really turned off by the whole phrase torture porn yeah and, and it's just to me and i especially felt it with the last one but i guess this is true in all of them they're like it feels like such a cheap knock it's such like a cheap cheap knockoff of like seven um uh, in those kind of movies right um um I'm sorry, I mentioned Seven in the last episode. I mentioned Usual Suspects. I'm not going to give Kevin Spacey this much attention going forward. Um, this movie reminded me of American Beauty. No. Um, yeah. you, you know, but but just just because it, it feels like the whole cop stuff is so uh, Z-grade law and order. Um, yeah. So bad. That it's, it's just yeah. like, come on. Like, I think we could lean in on the fun aspect Nobody's coming here to to have the same generic 
uh, detective lingo that was outdated a hundred years ago. <laughs> like, you know, it's they like need, they need to go a different direction in the next one. Like yeah. if it were me, I would say, all right, we've done cops to death, literally. So let's let's make them very much in the background yeah. in the tenth one, and let's just kind of go all out. But I, you know, I if we're, if there was, if we had an interview with like one of the screenwriters, I would ask them where the germ of the idea of a trap starts. Does it start with the intricacy of the trap itself? Does it start with the you know what the character did mm -hmm. what crimes he committed or what you know mistakes he made does it start there because that would be interesting because yeah. you know as a fan i think most of us just think oh man what's a what would be a cruel way to die like <laughs> yeah but i think that's why it'd be, it could be cool if it's like a list of phobias and like yeah. picking and choosing and then you know and i could i could imagine with final destination that you choose how they die and then work backwards you right. know because that's how it feels like while you're watching it. It's like, oh, he slips, but then he falls into a bus, but the bus saves him. But then a bird comes down and pecks his eyes out. You know, it's kind of like beat by beat by beat, like <laughs> writing that out. It'd be um, crazy if the next Saw movie, they go like, they use Fear Factor, the show as an inspiration. Like, you know, well, like the, here, in order to survive, you're going to have to eat a whole bucket of bull testicles. <laughs> I mean, there were some of those, uh, uh, well, I don't know what you call them in fear factor um stunts. yeah stunts that that did feel very much within that same gross out kind of thing oh yeah uh and there was there even was one once with um i don't know if it was needles specifically but i do remember that it was something involving like um maybe it was needles i'll have to look that up um uh, where or it was the um uh the kind of like uh, what's it called the kind of worm that um drinks your blood that'll like suck on your face leech, leech. Duh. it'll suck on your face i mean only if you ask it but like yeah <laughs> and like it's like they had to like put all these leeches on their face and like this whole thing and like yeah that feels like saw you know yeah. that, that we have we're not too far away from saw by that point so <laughs> you heard it here first joe rogan needs to be a consultant on the next saw film or what if he turns out to be the killer in the next song film? It would make sense, but, you know. He was—he's Jigsaw's son. He's like, hey, you know, NBC ratings are in the tank. You thought uh, that his son, who was apparently the miscarry in in the one movie with the wife, his son was name was Gideon. Joe Rogan yeah. is actually Gideon. He was actually survived somehow. Like, <laughs> I mean, I do like this. Another like double-edged sword. I feel for this franchise. Uh, not to go on a tangent, but. Um, this idea of like the double-edged sword of continuity. Like this is a horror franchise that respects and sticks to its continuity, but I- Its own detriment it, sometimes. It, 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 I think totally to its detriment, but yeah. it's like one of the only horror franchises that actually sticks to continuity. Right. Uh, you know, but like when like, they're like, oh, in Saw 9, when they're like, well, in that scene in Saw 3, when blah, 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 was that, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I need a map to like a glossary <laughs> to know what the hell you're even referring to at this point. Who's that this guy? person in Saw 4 farted. And as a result, they. <laughs> yeah, like by the time, like, you know, it's funny that we haven't even mentioned, and because it's like not even, it's crazy um, how Saw starts. Just two guys chained together. Right. Uh, and a dead guy in a, in a tub, right? Or whatever. It's like, uh, and it's so simple. And I think how crazy we've gone over the next 86 deaths. Yeah, we're now having, you know, 
deer carcass yeah. shot at us. That, they got to a routine where it had to be a group of people. Like they couldn't just have one trap. They, which is how the series started, you know, like they had to have a group of people. They had to have as many as they could, almost like a comic book movie gone crazy. They had to have as many villains as they, as they possibly could put it, you know, but in this case, they had to have as many traps and as many people dying as they possibly could. When in reality, if I was doing a Saw 10, maybe you could just say, hey, let's maybe go back to simplistic form, you know? Yeah, just complete. And that's where I'm not going to do that. But. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't happen when you cast Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, I just don't think it'll ever happen. <laughs> like, right. at this point, like, even down to the final three minutes of the movie where the killer reveals his mo and that starts the saw theme that charlie clouser right. saw theme again right and you know the exact beats and you know when that song hits that certain part that's when you hear game over that's when it cuts to black right all 10 of these movies do it's like break with the continuity for once like we don't need to keep doing this right. i it's no i, I agree yeah they all another, thing. yeah if the book of saw is any has any other chapters maybe they could they could change a few things i don't know i don't know how long the book of saw is uh what kind of book yeah. it is is it a you know britannica encyclopedia what what is the book of saw since jason 10 jason x was in space maybe this next one will be in space you know fast and the furious is going to space so i mean yeah leprechaun went to space hellraiser went to space is come on we have to acknowledge right here it's time for saw to go to space somehow <laughs> yeah, I, I, sure. Yeah, why not? I mean, sure. I think I think it's possible. I think it's, uh, you know, yeah. Why not? It'll, it'll uh, maybe that's one of the traps. You have to get to outer space in sixty seconds, or you die. <laughs> fashion, a, fashion a rocket. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to hit light speed uh, within sixty seconds, but the um, the ammun the I don't know the see I don't drive uh you know the gasoline or whatever is inside a, a deer carcass that's <laughs> on pluto but you only have 60 seconds to get it who the hell on pluto on pluto <laughs> how do you get to pluto without the gasoline live or die make your choice <laughs> uh, i don't know if we can end on a better note than that um pluto in space we're giving them free ideas so i'll tell you let us know what your favorite traps are. Even on, even in the outer space one, they will still find a way to connect it to those two motherfuckers in the bathroom from the first. Carrie always will somehow have gone to space. He'll be a part of the crew. Yeah, that's a flashback that he took a trip to outer space to set up these traps. Yeah, that's why he wasn't in all the middle installments, because he was in space. Um, so, all right. Well, let us know what you think of uh, our traps that we chose. Uh, or what traps or deaths you like or uh, remember. <laughs> I keep saying like. I have I have a problem. Um, Weird way. <laughs> so, for Eric, my name is Chad. We are going to go research Pluto. And we will see you next week where we go over the franchise as a whole. Thank you very much. <laughs>